Welcome to Genia Conversations Redefining Healthcare. I'm your host, Andrea Durkin. Today I'm talking to Dr. Kurt Tomorrow. He's the CEO and founder of Guardian Health. We're talking about aging in place and how technology is helping. If you enjoy our conversation, follow us wherever you get your podcasts to learn more about Genia and how technology and analytics are improving healthcare. Let's get started. Well, let's jump right in. We're glad that you were able to join us today. Sure. Tell me about you and why you chose to become a physician. I've always wanted to become a doctor since I was a little kid. I was fascinated by uh, science and biology and uh, medicine and seemed like a natural course for me. So I uh, love, love the uh, field. I think it's always advancing and it's always keeping you on your toes. And you're still practicing, is that correct? I do still practice. So I've been doing a lot of work in uh, healthcare in terms of the business of healthcare. I believe, you know, practicing medicine is important because you've got to keep your uh, kind of head in the game. And it's like I said, it's changing all the time. So if you're not uh, seeing patients, you're not really up to date. Tell me about your current venture, Guardian Health. Yeah, Guardian Health was a, a company that I started just recently. And it really was born out of uh, concerns from my own mother. My mother is older, uh, aging in place at home, uh, wants to live independently despite uh, the concerns that we have for her, the kids, and she struggled. She was struggling with trying to stay independent in her place where she'd been for 15 years. And um, her healthcare issues became more of a daily demand on her, how to manage her own care was troublesome. We're always trying to help her, but uh, we're distanced from her a little bit, like a lot of families, and, you know, staying in touch by phone and trying to visit her in person. Uh, those episodes in between were where the issues were occurring. So she ended up being in the hospital four times in five months for very avoidable problems. As a physician, I thought that was terrible. Her own son being a doctor, and I couldn't avoid those issues for her, and that's where the concept of Guardian came out this whole idea of can we wrap around virtual medical care around a senior, uh, manage a lot of those issues that occur on a daily basis and do it 365 days a year. Well, I think that's going to be great. I have an aging mother. I had an aging father for which none of this was available. So I'm, I'm encouraged by the availability, particularly of somebody to help quarterback because, you know, most seniors interact with a lot of physicians and medical specialties and there's it does well I should say from my vantage point it doesn't really feel like there's a quarterback and it feels like or a coach and we need one or both of those roles so you know I think that there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of need for what y'all are doing. This is something new the idea of uh, virtually wrapping ourselves around a patient over time and managing a lot of their issues ongoing is a new concept and so it's something that awareness is important for Uh, Getting the news out has been something that we've been uh, doing um, just to make people aware of it, that this type of service is available, it exists, the technology can be used in this way. And hopefully over the next few years, we'll start seeing a lot more uh, um, people able to access this type of care. How do you or how does Guardian Health interact with the person's existing physician team? So we don't want to disintermediate those uh, patients from their physicians. Patients have relationships with their doctors, and we respect that. 
but we also realize that they are not able to get care 365 days a year from their regular doctor. Uh, used to be in the old days, you could call your doctor up by phone and they would answer the phone themselves. And those days, unfortunately, have gone away with more corporate medicine, larger practices, and, uh, you know, doctors just seeing patients in an office setting or a hospital setting. It, it's fragmented the industry a lot. It's fragmented the care a lot. Uh, we believe in connecting that patient back in their care. When we can't manage it virtually, we will get that patient back into that brick and mortar care, back to their doctor, and coordinate that care with them. So, you know, I've recently read a statistic about the number of seniors who have multiple chronic conditions. Is much of what you do about helping seniors manage those to avoid un- unneeded emergency department ho- visits and hospitalizations? It is. It's a large part of this. Folks who are Medicare age uh, likely have a chronic condition, if not multiple. And if you have multiple chronic conditions, your um, need for healthcare is higher. And as such, your expenses in healthcare are higher. And so uh, it's a concern, not just from a quality perspective, but also I think as people are looking at the cost of healthcare and making sure it's affordable, all those issues are affected by it. Now, what's the role of technology in Guardian Health and caring for patients? I've always been uh, fascinated by the evolving technology, digital sensors, remote monitoring, um, uh, mobile health, storm forward technology, video. And uh, over the years, I've seen it evolving and we use technology as an enabler for us to do virtual care. We lead with the clinicians and, and providing care for patients, but we use technology as an enabler for that. We put customized sensors, devices in the home, specifically that brings information to us. And that information over time, we believe is valuable in helping to uh, uh, take care of that patient and understand what's going on. So do you have clinicians that are sort of reading the daily feeds or the whatever, how often the information comes into Guardian Health and then if needed, reaching out to the patient to interact with them about that data? Uh, That's part of it. So yes. We receive data all the time. We interpret that, trend it, look at it. And when we see something that looks out of the norm, uh, we reach out to that patient. We also proactively reach out regardless of what the data says. Part of uh, a senior being at home by themselves and living independently is that isolationism that occurs. Our teams are trained to interact with that patient also on a more social level. Uh, We believe by understanding the baseline of a patient at their home, we can understand when things aren't right. And when things aren't right, that uh, specialist reaches back into the clinical team and says, hey, we've got a patient here who just doesn't seem like herself. And so we, we probe and interact a little bit more with that patient to find out what's going on. So how has the pandemic impacted your business? So I think the pandemic obviously has brought awareness to video, telemedicine, Physicians were forced to actually use that technology and patients were actually forced to have to use that technology and interact with their, their doctors. So that's, that's a good thing. I think it's, it's really made that technology more usable. Uh, it's got people thinking about how we can apply it now in ways that like Guardian, we've applied it. Uh, we came up with this concept before the pandemic. Uh, and as the pandemic was uh, starting to become apparent, Uh, we realized that what we have created was uh, really a solution for this type of issue. 
Unfortunately, when you try to go out there and interact with the doctors and folks out there to let them know, hey, there's this capability that exists, it's tough because, you know, the healthcare system was taxed. You know, we were just trying to get people into in and out of hospitals and, and deal with those issues, let alone try to take on a, a new technology. But uh, now, I think as we're starting to see a little light at the end of the tunnel, uh, we're getting a lot of inquiries, a lot more interest in this type of service and capability. And who who are your inquiries coming from? I'm like I have an aging mother, right? So I can and I can and I'm not mm-hmm. near her, right? So she's probably 500 miles. So I could see that for me. So I imagine you have people like me reaching out. Are organizations reaching out as well? Uh, yeah. So right now, a lot of it's individuals. Uh, we are uh, providing the service direct to consumers at a flat rate. We believe that healthcare is confusing. You get these bills and deductibles and co-pays, and, and sometimes it's just easier to bundle it in a single rate, no extras, no, no add-ons, and, and you know what you're getting. Um, so we do that. So we get inquiries coming directly into us. The other piece, though, I think where this is helpful is what they call um, uh, Medicare Advantage plans or uh, these senior health insurance plans, where a lot of these patients who have chronic disease need extra help. And often the network of doctors and physicians and specialists, uh, because it's fragmented, uh, aren't able to provide that deep coordination, let alone responsiveness. And so we go out there and we're uh, putting proposals out there with many of these health plans to say, hey, uh, your top 5% of the sickest chronic patients is something that we could wrap ourselves around and provide extra services and care for those patients. And so we're looking to contract with those plans over the uh, coming year. Hmm, that would be really interesting. You know, I do know it's not actually until you interact with the healthcare system on a regular basis that you realize how fragmented and uncoordinated it is. And by then you already need it to be coordinated. So it's a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. And and payers are probably in a position to sort of anticipate that need more so than individuals, I would imagine. They yeah, are. My background also has worked for some of the large uh, big health insurance companies and Having said on that side of it, you can see the data, uh, the claims data, and some of the information that really is, is valuable in terms of understanding what a population looks like and potentially what their needs might be. But often the solution wasn't there because, you know, health payers are payers of healthcare; They're not providers. One of the questions I like to ask every Jania podcast guest is what's not wrong in healthcare? There's two things, I think, in American healthcare. One is... The technology, the advancements we see in the U.S. healthcare system are tremendous. The ability to bring new products and services into a free marketplace like uh, like the U.S. healthcare system, where it thrives on that competitiveness, I think that's one area where it is an advantage. We have some of the, the best technologies out there developed from the, the U.S. Uh, I think the second thing in healthcare that's good is I think the people who get into healthcare really like myself, really want to help people. That's the beauty of it. It's really, it's that ability to interact with people, to make an impact, make a difference. Uh, and I think that's where, you know, uh, the reason why people, nurses, doctors, other people who go into this uh, service do it. Well, I'm amazed at how many people like you who say it's really about, it is a lot about the people is what's not wrong in healthcare, that that people are really trying to do the right thing for patients. So we're a year into the pandemic and there's been pain and suffering associated with it, probably for most everybody, more so for certain populations. 
but I think most people have identified something that's been good about it, like what I like to call a COVID bright spot. And I wonder if you have one you'd share. Uh, I think it's really about people have appreciated the simple things in life. Working from home, uh, being sheltered in place in home has, I think, changed, I think, our perspective on life. People have decided to slow down a little bit and say, hey, there are important things like, you know, talking to my kids, talking to other people that I haven't had the chance to because of COVID. Hopefully coming out of COVID, it's gonna create a whole new relationship and, and awareness that people just really were moving too fast to think about. Dr. Kurt Tamaru, and to you for joining us. If you enjoyed our discussion and want to hear more like it, subscribe to Jania Conversations on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The views, information, or opinions expressed by the guests of Jania Conversations Redefining Healthcare are their own and do not necessarily represent the policy or position of Jania LLC. Any thanks for listening.